0: Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo. Today's morning briefing I've entitled, In the Quiet His Voice May Be Heard. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind rent the mountains and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind, and after the wind an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. That's from 1 Kings 19, verses 11 and 12. I love how the Lord came to Elijah in the above passage, in the still, small voice, or a gentle whisper, as the NIV translation says. I got to talking with a waitress today who was so interested in feeling God's presence in her life in discerning the voice of God. I've heard from others who have not had teaching on this. So let's step a little closer and consider is there anything we can do to ready ourselves to hear from God? Yes, I believe there is. A few things. First, seek first His Kingdom. That's from Matthew 6 verse 33, the Lord's words. Now, of course, it is not our main goal to hear the voice of God but rather to engage in a loving relationship with God. It's interesting to note that before God spoke in the still small voice to Elijah in the passage I read to start, Elijah had said, I am zealous for the Lord God Almighty. Hmm. Am I zealous or really eager for God? Are you? Another thing, if you haven't already, clear the air with God. In other words, confess your sins. Make sure there is nothing that stands between you and God that might obstruct your ability to hear from Him. Third, be a person in the Word. The primary address at which the words of God may be found is the Bible. More of God speaking to me has come in conjunction with study and teaching of the Bible than with anything else. The Bible expresses the mind of God since God Himself speaks to us through its pages. Then be attentive, listen, be aware, be desirous. Next, make listening part of your prayer time. In the last couple days I had mentioned that you might order your prayers to include adoration, then confession, asking, and then thanking God. But what if you did adoration for who He is, confession of your sins, and then added in listening right after that. You were just still, then asking for your needs, then thanking God. So, you feel that God has spoken to you in some fashion. How do you know it's God's voice and not your own, or someone else's? Well, ask yourself, is the message consistent with sound biblical teaching? Is the voice gently leading, or is it commanding and harsh? You see, God's voice gently guides and encourages, giving hope. Psalm eighteen, verse thirty-five. God's voice leads, whereas Satan drives. John ten, four. God convicts, whereas Satan condemns and brings guilt. Psalm eight, verse twelve. God woos, whereas Satan tugs hard. When God speaks, he does not use fear to motivate. If fear overcomes you, it is the enemy, not God. 2 Timothy 1 verse 7 When you are trying to ascertain what God is saying to you, look at circumstances, the Bible, and inner impulses of the Spirit. Similarly, when someone else tells you that God told them such and such, you must also be discerning. For some, they easily bandy about, the Lord told me, or the Lord gave me a dream, and it appears to carry some authority. Or does it? Please, friends, be discerning. Does it line up with God's word? Is it consistent with his character? Frederick Meyer, a contemporary of Dwight Moody's, suggested, be still each day for a short time sitting before God in meditation, and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you the truth of Christ's indwelling. Ask God to be pleased to make known to you what is the riches of the glory of this mystery that is of faith. So, make time for quiet. Don't miss God's gentle overtures to you. Shh! Listen! Listen! If you'd like to see this in its entirety, you can go to Pastorwoman.com, click on Morning Briefings, and again, the title is, In the Quiet, His Voice May Be Heard.